Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Killer Collab Podcast. Once again, my name is Tony with Tone Deaf in Florida Instagram. Once again, joined by Chris Leto. Chris Leto, what's up? What's up? And today we're being joined by Jason Henney. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and we got Blake Stone in the studio. How's it going, guys? And Seth. Hello. How's it going? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Sorry, I was a little inside joke there. Anyway. Now, we're being joined by them in a very special occasion, um, very full studio, as you all can see. So let's just get started. Jason, what are you working on today? What am I working on today? Well, in general. My tan later. Uh, is it is it hot enough outside? It's been cold. It's I, the 60s. Yeah, it's cold. Uh, I am working on uh, – I'm actually leaving for Virginia on Thursday to shoot a movie oh. uh, as really? a cinematographer. Yeah, I'm excited about that. But um, – uh, got a few other movies in the works, and uh, yeah, that's that's what I got going on. Really, that's it. Well, you, well, you're taking days <laughs> off. Like... I mean, I I had a film that was supposed to shoot last year that uh, had to get pushed to this year because of COVID. What's COVID? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a new toothpaste. No. <laughs> uh, Everybody has it. Yeah. Yeah. It, we had to push it because of budgetary reasons because we were going to have to have a COVID officer on set. Yes. And we were going to have to have COVID testing twice a day. Yes. And on a movie that was like a $200,000 budget, that was going to be like an extra $40,000. So – Chump change. Chump change. Yeah. No, and that's <laughs> like a, a big chunk of budget. You, oh, yeah. You just can't make it happen. That's so one-fifth of the budget. Looking forward to getting that back on track, but happy that there's smaller projects we can do in the meantime. And uh, yeah, so this movie I'm, I'm doing in Virginia is going to be a, a good step in the right direction of getting back into it. Nice, nice. Yeah. A little short backstory to everybody that's listening and watching. Uh, we all worked on one movie together. Actually, a couple movies. Right? One, two. I say one, one, one for, for us. us. Yeah. One, one, two. I don't know. Two, two, two for us. Two. Oh yeah, we did. We did uh, Dread. Or what the hell is his name? We did Dread the movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We yeah. made millions. We made so much. It went pretty Zed's well. Dead. Zed's dead. Zed's dead. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, Pulp Fiction uh, just tribute say, film. Just say rip off. Yeah. I'll say either rip off uh, or spin off. Yeah. Like, Inspiration. Yeah. Uh, spin off, rip off. <laughs> yeah. But you know, Chris and I, I mean, we're practically life partners. We've been making movies together for a long time. Six, Eight. seven years now. Right that was cute. Yeah. Eight years. Yeah. Good relationship. We did uh, my first feature together uh, with. Uh, which was called Crazy Lake. Oh, I heard about that one. I didn't never. I haven't seen it. Nobody else has. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that could be the reason. <laughs> it's got. I've heard of it. The trailer has three million trailer views, so million people bits. have heard. No one's made any money. Nice. No, people are making money <laughs> off of it, just not us. Yeah. Um, Whoever owns that trailer link is like, is, oh, they yeah. got it. Oh no, yeah, they're making. But <laughs> why isn't it not on YouTube? That's what it did something. Ask into Can Pictures. Dun, well, dun, dun. well the evil yeah. corporation. There's a whole show about distribution and what to do oh, with yeah, your first that's... film, which we don't need to get into. But no, I yeah, I get, I get. I'm writing, I'm writing a couple films right now in the TV show. Uh, so I definitely understand that that yeah. whole headache. Okay, now the two on the couch. How are we doing today? You guys comfy over there? You guys got the comfiest seats oh, in the house. Comfy, cozy. Comfy, cozy. Blake Stone. Hello. What you got going on, kid? 
Oh, so, um, actually, uh, Sif and I just got back from Massachusetts, uh, visiting family. Um, cold? Grandmothers. All the way. Oh, yes, so cold. cold. So there very was actually cold. snow still. No, thanks. So she's yeah. never seen snow before. Never, so. seen never ever in my life. Was I'm from time. Jersey, so yeah. I, I, yeah, I escaped there. So yeah, I didn't know what to expect. Ah. I was expecting less snow cone and more like, you know, light, fluffy, palatable. Yeah, yeah. no, it's crunchy. Very yeah, crunchy. no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so they had... Um, Not for me. In my old hometown, they've got a couple of ski ski mountains. Yeah. And one of them was still open. They had a little section they did tubing. And she so, so she fun. got to do that. Yeah, she like, tubing oh, yeah. I got wrecked. Oh, yeah. My face times. has seen that hard snow mm -hmm. many times. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> you see snow a lot? Is the snow in Seattle? It, yeah, yeah. I'm from Seattle originally, and we'd oh. get like one a year, but most of it was just cold rain. It would like yeah. to stay yeah. at like 38 degrees. <laughs> And it's just that, that kind of weather where you look outside and you just want to kill yourself. Yeah. So that's why I'm in sunny Florida and uh, loving it. Well, what I tell people from up north is, because um, I'm from up there, when it gets cold here, it's a different kind of cold. Yeah. I feel is. like it's like yeah. cuts. Like it feels like so. It goes right through. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. And up there, it's a little bit more, I don't know, it's thicker, I guess. It's just yeah. over it's, you rather than through you. Yeah. yeah. Here. And the thing is, like, as long as there's no wind, northern cold is like yeah. so. It's just like, it's just nice. Crisp, yeah. refreshing. Yeah. Like you can yeah. breathe clear, like everything is just nice. The wind hits you, you're like, oh. Yeah, 15 know. mile an hour winds at one point as just, we're tubing going down the slope at, you know, 15 miles. That was, that yeah. was interesting. Wow. For sure. Like, tap your <laughs> face and it'll break. Oh, Pretty yeah. Much. Oh, yeah. It was, there was a little, you know, high school. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That whole uh, Jack Nicholson uh, shining. Yes. Yes. yes, absolutely. That was me. Close enough. <laughs> yeah, no, just uh, back down here. Um, I do a lot of the assistant work for her, so I do cinematography, photography, editing, and managing bodyguard, um, luggage, chauffeur, chauffeur, basically yep, whatever, everything. whatever so, I demand. And then that's for there's her, a name for that. Her work. I, I don't want to yeah. say it on, it's on air. Boy, it starts with an S. Oh, that's a nice. I would take that title. <laughs> I was just gonna say the bitch. He's uh, <laughs> got bitch work. Bitch, play, <laughs> you know. Does it well? No. The grip. But, but, but as a husband, that's your job. Yeah, that's all yeah. your job. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> so you, you guys got any projects going on right now? Like main projects, movies, anything? Um, I know you got a you got a YouTube you got a podcast going right too. Yeah, so that's the main thing that I'm working on right now. It's called Pop Jedi. Uh, we were with Horror Web, which thank you guys so much for hosting us for our first five episodes. Um, and now we're moving to ComicBookMovie.com, which yeah. is a much bigger audience, eighty thousand on YouTube. So now we're now we're really nice. getting into the meat nice. and potatoes. Guys got a bigger budget. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed. So we uh, just we'll hit, see. yeah, thousands. We, we don't obviously we don't have one here, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hear the the owner of this place is an asshole. So yeah, he, he's real cheap. He, he's a real cheapskate. <laughs> Isn't it <that> you? <laughs> I mean, no comment. Uh, <laughs> next question. Anyway, <laughs> but it's wonderful to have everyone, everyone here rejoining everybody. Yeah. So now I know there are a lot of things that came out recently, like you know, wow, nobody cares what I'm up to. Okay. Oh, oh. We, we've been to talking to you us? for the last three weeks. <laughs> we've plugged every one well, of your I projects. Stuff oh, yeah. Week. We don't want to know what you did in your privacy of your own home. <laughs> did you leave your house last week? I did. Okay, what did, did you do? There then? you go. No, we uh, went to Tampa Bay Screams over the weekend. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Really Tampa Bay Screams. I didn't get a chance to go there. I was definitely working in the studio. Yeah, we had a table. We were there off Friday and Saturday. And, uh, I don't know, it's cool meeting people and the horror industry and fr Facebook friends that you've never met before and you finally have oh, to meet that yeah. person. It's kind of cool. Or creepy sometimes. Uh, Jason <laughs> and his lovely girlfriend showed up. Yeah, we stopped by. 
Yeah, yeah it, it was cool. Yeah, it, I, I saw some people from some movies that I hadn't heard of, and that was kind of cool. And uh, yeah, met some people that I, I hadn't met in person before. John Dugan, the old man from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. with the hammer in his hand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Sean said he picked him up from the airport and uh, took him back to the hotel. And um, I was just well. <laughs> actually, actually, he, he said he saw him at the airport and he told him, "Yeah, I'm wearing a green shirt." And they saw each other, and Dugan walked up to him and gave him a big grandpa hug. Oh, so I think he's like, like in his late 60s, I think. Okay. Probably not doing you gave many him events a, either. a big grandpa uh, hug and a case of COVID. Grandpa hug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So then Sean was trying to like leave, and he was like, no, no, you got to come have a beer with me in my room. Come uh, on up. Come on up. Oh, this is so, the beginning of a good story. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's visiting so, Florida for a reason, like most people do. So mm-hmm. You got him to sign a bunch of stuff for us. Nice. That's cool. Nice. But uh, it was a good event. Sean, it was very successful for Sean. This was his fifth one. Okay. And I know uh, we missed last year's, but yeah, and uh, maybe this recoups. So yeah. he said he's going to do another one next year. Nice. nice. But it was a good time. Oh, yeah. Well, um, did you have a movie that was showing? Uh, no, I don't make movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I Interesting. Make art. No, nah, we didn't show anything. <laughs> no? no. Really? That's weird. Last last year we not the year before that you had a couple didn't you? We had um that one movie that we did. I can't remember it. Well, we did make a cannibal campers. Before that. Before that. Yeah. Die Die Does Part Two. No, that was way before that. that was way. Before. I wasn't in that now one. Now we're going. Oh, back. Dead Residents. Dead Residents. Yes, okay. yes. We, we showed that one, and you had another one, the Eye one. Then you have one another movie with the eye. Seeing it's evil. Like, seeing evil. Oh. Was Seeing Evil playing there? Yeah, that's how. That's where I saw it. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I saw the movie. I knew there was another movie you showed. Yeah. Seeing Evil, the movie me and Jason co-directed. Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't it, know that. It's on Amazon it's Prime. On and Amazon Prime right now. Yeah, I was reading reviews on it uh, last week, and uh, everybody's pissed off about the ending of that film, and I, I kind of agree. I, I like the. I like the ending. That's the. Well, thing. you wrote it, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't write it. Jason wrote it. Yeah, and I actually had a crew member on the set who was so upset about the way the ending was written. Yeah. They wrote wrote an alternate ending and was like, hey. We need to shoot this. And we're like, no, we don't. Like, I don't want to be on the set ever again. Right. Was it that bad of a time? It wasn't a great experience for us. Uh, Big reason, just like, uh, I didn't get along with the lead actor. And you get to a certain point in the film where there's nothing right. you can do about that. You guys are just in it together. Stuck, and, yeah, uh, yeah I, I'll take responsibility for that as well. You know, it was a two-person situation yeah, where – The crew was kind of – it didn't seem like anybody was really into it. And we had a lot of people with dietary restrictions, <laughs> which was, like, ridiculous. That's really, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. something Cubans, you learn. a vegetarian, a pescatarian, no so no lactose intolerant, like – like, ridiculous. Fine. I'll eat, I'll eat all their food. Bring me on. One of the people was allergic to air. Right. We had to buy a special <laughs> No. Our, our lead actress was allergic to corn, which is in everything. That is yeah. in everything. Uh, oh so that gosh. made it really challenging. I, I never uh, heard of that. Yeah. So That's and and it was it was her face like she's a pretty girl, oh, and yeah. if she ate corn, her face would like right. blow up. So oh, like, we had to be very careful because she's gonna be on camera. So. But I yeah, I mean that movie her. pretty much made me quit oh. for five years, and uh, it's the one that oh, yeah. broke him. Oh, oh no! Definitely broke me. Oh no! Yeah, 
but uh, yeah, happy that he's kind of back into it. And, and you uh, jumped back in with Dead Residents? Um, actually, Shaw brought me back with Heartbreak Killer. He wanted oh, me to shoot okay. it for him, so I shot it, and then kind of started getting the itch again to do more stuff. And I heard there's a powder for that. There's a what? There's a powder for that. For the oh, itch. Yeah. For the itch. <laughs> that's a shot, too, but that's not as pleasant. Yeah, and then I think we did Dead Residents, and then... We worked on a couple after that. We just went and back to back. Yeah. Zed's dead. Just kept plugging away. Plugging away. Yeah. And now you got a new project in the works. Maybe. Maybe. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are we maybe doing? Yeah, we're kind of we're we're in a period of the cheerleader sleepover slaughter. Ooh. But okay. I'm in a I'm in a holding pattern right now whether I'm going to move forward. Just oh, having some it. issues. Not enough cheerleaders. Well, location no. scouting is. Well, is yeah, you got one right there. there you go, right here. Yeah. But location scouting is one of the toughest things to do. Well, it's not even just that, man. Like I've had, you know, in the past, we've always worked with local people in the Tampa area, and um, you know, try to get them experience. And I mean, God, we've launched so many careers yeah. of people that have been in our movies that are now in L.A. and Atlanta doing a lot of stuff. And um, so this time I, I seem to have gotten a lot of uh, submissions from Orlando. And I guess in Orlando, they think they're like Tom Cruise and stuff up there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to be close to get to Disney. Disney, man. yeah. I had, I had two people say that their agent said that they're not allowed to be in the movie. And I'm like, huh. what? Like, your, and then, you know, I want to say back, <clears throat> is your agent actually giving you any roles? Because <laughs> you have no credits. Yeah. You know? And you're turning down a lead and something. Yeah. I mean, particularly know. right now when things have yeah, slowed down. Yeah. yeah. So I've always said if you're a young actor trying to make it, get on every Grab set it. you can possibly get. Yeah. On. Whether get as much experience paid or you're yeah. not getting paid or whatever the budget is, just get on there so you can get some set experience, get comfortable with, you know, running lines in a movie and get yeah. a camera in front of your face. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you say that for for anybody interested in any part of film, oh, it's just to to be on set as much as possible. If you can hold a boom mic in a movie, do it. Yeah. Do just, it. just just watch. Isolated. Yep, he did. I was yeah. I, I started slating, and they had a, a character drop out, and I jumped in because I was there. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you never know. And the rest happening. is history. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have magic powers. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll live forever on film, bro. But yeah, I mean, uh, a, a, care, a person with no credits that are trying to be an actor turning down a lead role is just yeah. like ludicrous. Well, I know when I signed on with my agent when I lived in Jersey, I couldn't do a lot of things. I couldn't do any local stuff. I had to do pretty much stuff that was coming out of New York or Philadelphia. That's yeah. the only thing I was able to do with that agent, primarily yeah. because they had a name to protect. And then okay. ultimately, my contract ran up. And when I moved here, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing it anymore. No more agents. So, so I'm what's doing worse it for myself. an agent? Getting a a person bad roles or getting a person no roles? Like, which is worse? Well, it, it really depends on what you can do because my agent got me some things. Like, I was working, I did a lot of extra stuff in, on, like, um, just random shows in, like, New York and Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. But until you get noticed, it's it's really difficult until you yeah. get, like, yeah. into the right room at the right time. And the only way you can get noticed is what? Is by being there. Having yeah. people yeah. see you on a screen. Like, that's really <laughs> yeah. the only way yeah. you're going to get noticed. Yeah, it's true. So, I mean, even in a, a bad movie, not saying that we make bad movies, but I'll say it. You know, we make, 
they're not the, they're very low budget you know we're talking two three thousand dollar movies here and but and they're fun too you know what they're right. fun we have yeah. a lot of fun all the time but the thing actually is, all the set that we've been on if you're a good actor or a good actress you can shine yeah. even in a bad movie you yeah can take that role make notice. it something really yeah. cool people can take notice oh yeah also be getting into just different roles like just just learning as much as you can from every aspect like i'm talking to him i'm talking to you how you do this how you shoot that yeah. what's yeah. the different like you know angle just just to get soak up that information right. it's just like unmatched like the hands-on experience is not like any other school that you're going to see the broadcasting school like i learned all my equipment by working on other sets yeah, yeah. Like, like i i was on the radio in 2003 <laughs> i i pretty much I, what i started in, on the radio station i was selling advertising and then ultimately okay. i got the recording the voiceovers for the commercials gotcha. and then i got into the got into the dj booth started djing got on a radio show started but my show was on late late night at atlantic city at 2 a.m to 6 a.m but still you know what i was on the radio for four hours yeah, four hours a day counts. for three days a week so you know what you keep learning keep plugging away and then then ultimately i got on a tv show in philadelphia i hosted um it was a show called uh I think it was 24 tracks, and we just did a local TRL type stuff with local bands, local yeah. groups, and we did a local television TRL. That's so, awesome. like I said, you just keep getting as much as under your belt as much right. as possible, and I think that's what people don't know nowadays because the young generation is just, I'm too good for that, or yeah. that's yeah. not yeah. enough pay, or the they just want that one and done hit that's just yeah. going to skyrocket them. Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, that doesn't happen for everybody. Oh yeah, you're not Spielberg. Who yeah. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> and so they think they're a lot better than that. You know what I mean? And that's the thing, man. Like, I've worked on a bunch of movies. Jason's worked on a bunch of movies. And every movie I work on, I learn something. And I'm sure he does, too. No. No. He knows everything. Yeah, I came in knowing everything. I leave knowing everything. That's how it goes. No, it's true. You you got to you gotta just be on set. And you got to keep doing I was on uh, doing audio for a year for free on whatever I could until I started getting paid for it. And that opened doors to work with producers who funded projects that, you know, got features greenlit and, you know, that's, you, you might think that what you're doing is not going to get you somewhere. And, you know, I think people have a, a short term kind of goal with it, but you got to look at the long, the long game. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's the same thing as when, you know, being young in the business, you have to, even you're old in the business, you don't know anything. Just do it. Just do it. Like, Just do it. exactly. Like mm. I know when I was started working, I, got, I took every job that I possibly could just to learn as much experience. Yeah. Like, I grew up in a household that didn't have – education was not number one. <laughs> was not number one in our household. Not one person went to college. Not one person finished high school. So I'm a high school graduate and a college graduate. So it's – but I learned everything I could possibly do in every different field of work. Right. So it's the same thing in, in this industry, yeah. entertainment industry. You learn everything. Yeah, like I said, if you get a boom mic, you can, um, get a boom mic, hold that. Yeah. Or hold, move lights, do, be an AP, do yeah. anything. Like it's just, it's just crucial that you have to do something like that. So, do you agree with having an agent if you're like, yes, a newcomer? Uh, a, a, here, here. <laughs> well, it depends on their connection. Okay, it depends on what they yeah, booked they before. I, I know a little bit about agencies because I grew up as a child actor and got my agent and then moved to LA and did the whole scene and and I kind of know what the system works. Uh, I will say this, like. If you're in a city, like let's say Tampa or Cleveland or something like that, it's different than being in LA or New York or Atlanta at this point. 
a lot of those agencies are set up to take your money. Yes. It's a, it's a, I don't want to say it's a scam, but it's a scam. <laughs> well, a lot, a lot of them get pushback from like um, like acting schools. It, so they'll well, send the people to acting school, and they'll get some. Some will get a kickback for their enrollment. Here, here's the scam. These agencies have their own acting schools. That too. So when you listen to like a radio commercial where it's like, "Come on down to the Hilton Inn, your kid could be on Nickelodeon." Yeah. That's a scam yes. where they're going to have you come to the hotel with your kid that you think is going to be a big star. And they're going to say, your kid's got a great look. They'll have them read a commercial, and then they'll say, well, sit down with us. We think your kid's got a lot of talent. All they need is headshots, which we can provide for $1,400. Yep. <laughs> and then we want a 10-week acting course so they can be ready. Yep. We're going to combine that with our 10-week modeling course. So that's 20 weeks. That's going to be $2,400. And so for a total of $3,800, then you're in our system, and then we'll get you out on stuff. So that's yeah. a pretty common thing for smaller cities yeah. uh, to, to book an agent for – I don't want to say for real because those places, they will send you out on stuff after that. But after you've spent $3,800, it's quite a bit to recoup if you're getting out on smaller yeah. Yeah. local yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, so the better path is probably yeah. to continue doing local indie stuff for free, building up you know a, a demo reel of some sort sending that to more credible agencies and then you have something that can actually and and as far as getting headshots find somebody local to take your shots yeah. for oh, yeah. for cheaper even if you've got a friend who's a photographer yeah. you know yeah. uh that so so yes agencies do exist and can get you jobs obviously right. because people are using them to get bookings but you have to be cautious about uh, especially in a in a smaller market like Tampa or uh, you know uh, Memphis or something like that. Right. <laughs> no, so funny when you were saying like they'll do this course and then they'll add this and they'll add this. I'm like, I went to one of those like mm -hmm. years really? years back. Yeah. yeah. So um, did you I say wanna, you got a pretty mouth? I don't want to say the name. <laughs> no. So like I went in, I did um, two two monologues that were wildly different. I did. Grinch, like going after yeah. Blueville as a mo as a mini monologue, and then I did something performing live time. Blake. <laughs> like I did two totally different like things, and then after that I did. Um, they were like, "Well, can you sing?" And I'm like, "Yeah." So I just belted out uh, "Crazy in the Storm" by Casting Crowns, like acapella in front of everyone. And it's funny they had like these child actors come in before and like give their like experience with the thing, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's the greatest program," blah blah blah. And this one kid who has been like, they were like, yeah, he's been like 14 different shows on the Nickelodeon, blah, blah, blah. Been in it. He came up to me. He's like, that was really good. <laughs> he's like, were you nervous? I'm like, no, this is what I want to do. And he goes, oh, <laughs> I didn't think that there were people like that here. I'm like, that's why we're here. Is that why we're, I thought like, that was why we were that's here. That's what we're for. And they're like, well, can you model? I'm like, I can Zoolander walk. Like, <laughs> that's the best you're going to get at me. Down. And like, they, brought, they brought my parents into the room. They're like, we think he's really good. He can probably go somewhere. It's like $2,000 to start, and then we have a three-week course in L.A. that we do, and then after that, there's like a hotel stay where you come back at the at the Gaylord um, in Orlando, which is fantastic. Oh, yeah. And they're like, we have two weeks where you meet with different directors, uh, um, directors and recording studios and blah, 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 and we try and like link up with all these different people. I'm like, that sounds awesome. Didn't have the money at the time. Now I feel good. I didn't have the money at the well, time because that's kind of scary. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, and I I don't want to knock 
acting classes. Yeah. Oh no. Those are definitely necessary. Yeah. yeah. I think I think if you're interested, you should get into an acting class. And if these agencies are kind of the only resource you can find, there are great acting classes. If you do live in a city, you know that that has a few people in it, you can usually find an acting class that's going to be way cheaper. Yeah. And and you can save money on the uh, the uh, headshots as well. So yeah, I would say if they really do like you. Yeah. Say, okay, I'm going to go get my own headshots, oh, and I'm going to take my own oh, acting class, and if you still want me, then let's do this. And right. if they say no, then that's obviously a red flag of, yeah. okay, if you guys <laughs> like me so Wait. much, why? why? Yeah, and I'm doing all the things you're looking for. Yeah, What's like your mom's checkbook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that's, yeah, because I went through that, but obviously it was on uh, my parents at the time because right. I was a kid. Uh, yeah. It did actually work out for me. I did end up going out and then – moving to LA and getting a manager and, and getting an agent in LA from that. So it's not impossible, but uh, yeah, I was probably one of maybe like 5% of 95% yeah. who actually had something happen from it. Okay. Hmm. So on that note, yeah, agent could, is a yes and no answer. It's a yes yeah. and no. <laughs> so yeah, is that really a... It, it reminds me of like kind of film school. It's kind of like you can, you know, th that question of do you, do you want it? Do you need it? And right. uh you can do it without it, of course. Um, but there's pros and cons. Yeah, yeah. They also have those other schools, like the schools, like uh, I, don't, I don't remember the names of them, but the broadcaster schools, like we guarantee you a job as soon as you graduate. Really now? I mean, yeah, probably like guarantee you. Like, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. mopping at the yeah. station. Like, yeah, we, we can clean our toilets. We'll get you a job. <laughs> we'll get you a job. That's what it reminds no, me of. I honestly, I think like with what you were saying, if if you have an agent that's getting no roles. Find a new agent is. I mean, that would be yes. that would be my biggest red flag. Is like, I'm paying you to help me go somewhere. If you're not doing anything for me, right. we probably shouldn't. Literally, how, literally, how many roles are in Orlando though? I mean, even Disney Price. World and Universal yeah. Studios. I mean, those are the roles that I'm thinking these people are getting. Well, they do local shows. They do yeah. a lot of different. Yeah. Just like here, we have you know our stuff that's based out of the city. Right. They've they've got some stuff, There's but it's definitely everywhere. not what it was 10, 15 years ago. Right. This used to be Florida used to be a hub for all Good kinds time. of stuff, you know. Now you go to the Universal lot, you know, and, and I work there, and it's just sad. All these great big studios are not doing anything, and they don't really film anything at Disney. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, we need to get those incentives well, yeah. back. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's true. That's why everyone moved to Atlanta. Right? Yeah. Because all the incentives oh, yeah, that they're doing, or now. Georgia in general. Yeah. So they're all shooting there. Even you know, not just actors, but production friends. I've had to say bye to so many good friends who are like, there's just not enough work here for me. I'm moving up to Atlanta. Yeah. And so the whole cast of crazy late is gone. Yeah. We had much. our, our eight leads are, uh, yeah, they're either in Atlanta or LA and some of them are on series and doing great. So wow. you can't yeah. knock it. You know, they, there you go. uh, Marco was in the, uh, Havana. <laughs> the Havana. No, no, no. Yeah. He's at the beginning of that music video. Yeah, which is kind of cool. And he's doing other stuff out in L.A. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, Skylar Joy is on uh, the Star series uh, P-Valley, which is just got renewed for a second season, and she's going to be on it. So that's really cool. Yeah, she's one of the leads on that show and, uh, you know, received pretty well. So, yeah, it's uh, exciting to see people that you, you work with, oh, yeah. you know, and then go off and, and are doing big things. I love this business. Yeah, it could take you anywhere. Honestly, you could yeah. be anything, do anything. It's just, and at the same time, it's a big pain in the ass. It's yep. true. Yeah. It's true. Oh, yeah. It's true. You know, but 
that's no, part of everything. Every any other job. Yeah, and and just any like with any other job, you get what you put into it. Right. You know, like like those actors are working really hard to get to the to the next steps in their career. You know, and uh, if you want to be a filmmaker, you know, it's kind of the same the same ladder. Somebody yeah. posted in one of the film groups a couple weeks ago, and he said. Um, you know what I, I'm wanting to make a movie, and I want to know what some of the pitfalls are that made the movie <laughs> process know. very difficult. And I typed Existing. working with human beings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. that's true. It is. You yeah. Know, yeah. It is. It, it's so unpredictable because we make there's a so movie many with no humans. You never yeah. know. What yeah. You're yeah. Get. Make, make Nightmare Before Christmas or something like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. You could do that. But yeah, it's a team sport, and that's uh, you got to figure out how to how to make that work. And that's really the role of the director is kind of be the coach or captain yeah. Yeah. and make that team work. Well, that's what the director's for. I mean, if there was no problems, why do why do we need this guy? Yeah, right. You know, well, that's right. When, problem, so. when I worked with Kevin Smith, like he was in his trailer and we'd set up everything, and he would just come out and he would just make it a good time. What was he doing in his trailer? Uh, I think he was doing some day. macrame or yeah, <laughs> no, when, when that trailer door opened, <laughs> it was like the van on fast times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. Yes. And oh he was God. testing smoke machines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't smoke, but like part of me really wanted to smoke with, with him. him. Right. Oh and yeah. There could be anyone. If you ever get opportunity to smoke with any, you go, you smoke with Willie Nelson, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Cheech and Chong. Oh yeah, Cheech. If you have an opportunity to smoke with these people, Seth yeah, Rogen. take yeah. it. Do it. Do not say yeah. No. yeah. Do it. Yeah, I missed that question. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was cool getting to work with them. Is that uh, movie ever going to come out? You know, I think it's uh, there's a trailer. I, I think for trailer, it. Yeah, so it would make me think that it's this year uh, coming out. A lot of things that pushed back pushed to next year. But yeah, yeah. he's a got kind of an interesting distribution strategy though. So. Uh, he's he's changed things up the way he kind of almost self distributes now, yeah. like he did Why with the the Jay and Silent Bob. They went on like tour with it, which is kind of a unique but cool way to recoup, you know, yeah. the money. I just went to that movies pop up restaurant. Yeah, that's in Orlando, right? Yeah, it was only for I think two or three weeks, but. It was all right. It was a money grab. So by the oh, time yeah. you're listening to this, yeah. it's gone. Well, that's, that's the key to marketing. Key to right. marketing. Yeah, yeah, timing, the location, it, yep. just just the word of mouth. But it was nostalgia. You know, it was cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Anyway. <laughs> don't you hate that? Me? Uncomfortable silence. I don't. Do we have those? I don't do oh, he's, he's doing a line from Pulp Fiction. Never seen it. He don't like both. He don't like Tarantino. <laughs> I, I he doesn't like Tarantino. I don't. I don't. That makes life really hard. I, I don't. I don't. I just don't like his the, the style because I think it's so predictable. I think it's a very predictable style, and it's and, and, and it's just like Rob Zombie's. His stuff is like Ooh, so careful. Oh, that's my. Oh. That's my. I will boy. go this all day long. All right, let's go. That's we'll like go. saying Wes right. Anderson. I don't like your style or any like Spielberg. Oh, it's right. too magical. Like what they no. I've learned from. We've been kind of talking and hanging out a little bit more recently, and we have very different tastes in movies. But that's yeah. a good thing. Very different. Yeah. Same taste in women. I like good movies. You mean Apparently women with boobs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, but the, it is. The, we have definitely uh, different views on movies, but we like we appreciate the art. We appreciate the culture. Like mm -hmm. it's just like I I I I'll watch his movies. 
doesn't mean I have to like them right. or that's like fair. some certain techniques that some people do. Sure. I just don't like some stylistic choices. I just don't follow along with Tarantino too much. Only a couple so you of you don't like cool. the crash zooms. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, I think the only ones I, I like Reservoir Dogs. I liked um, Kill Bill. Nope. True Whoa. Romance. Get out of here. You like True Romance? Come nope. on. How the <laughs> fuck do you not like True Romance? I just. I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Like, like I said, some stylistic like choices. So we're all gonna turn this way now. <laughs> just different style choices that I just don't. I just don't like. I just. I, I don't know. I Jackie just, Brown. Oh, I love that movie. Love. That. I actually watched that the other day. Actually, it was on yesterday. Glorious Bastards. Yeah. Oh my That's god. That's yeah. uh, some parts of Django. Django and Jane. Okay. Yeah. 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 I did like that. I like. I like Jamie Foxx. Yes. Once upon a time in Hollywood. I actually like that movie. That I actually like that movie. You like Once Upon a Time? Yeah, I like that one. See, that was like our Worst one of our movie. least favorite. Well, I just I, I like I like the era. I like so the era. I like the behind the scenes type of mm-hmm. thing. I like I like that I like that, that format. I like. Yeah. Y'all like that one? Mm-hmm. I like I like the ending. Of that I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. You and I could be wrong about that movie because, like, at the oh, film festival it premiered at, they gave it like a. Eight minutes standing ovation. Eight minutes, yeah, yeah, standing ovation. Uh, I I do agree with Blake. I think it finally felt like a Tarantino movie at the end, and that's yeah. like what I like. I get what he was trying to do, pay tribute, pay homage. It's, it's just funny, like, the first time I watched it, I went with Sean, and we were watching the movie, and it's you know it's building up to that Sharon Tate murder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he basically pulled the rug out from under you. <laughs> like you're not getting that. <laughs> and I was so upset because you wanted it. Because it was yeah. building up to that, and yeah. you knew what was going to happen. It was just sitting there, right? And it didn't happen, it and I was kind of like, I felt like I was tricked, and I left the theater. I was pretty upset about it. <laughs> he got you. And then I went and watched it again with you and my son, uh-huh. and I liked it more the second time I watched it, okay. but I still rate it like. The lower. lowest of his, See, that's all weird. his that, movies. That's, yeah. I, I just think the the choice that he made in that movie, I liked. But here's the thing: it's got great acting, obviously. Yes. Yeah. It's got great music, like all his movies do. Yep. Um, the stunts were fun. I just, yeah. I just felt like the story and the like nothing really happened. Right. He's like, the, he's the master of building tension and suspense. You know, if you think about like right. you know just the opening of Inglorious Bastards, you know, or or. Uh, but he removed that expectation from you and gave it a different, like, je ne sais quoi. It's a totally different yeah. feel. Yeah. But the thing, you know what I think <laughs> was missing, though? Like, Tarantino and also Kevin Smith are known for their dialogue. Like, you yes, can watch a movie of two people sitting there. Like, basically, Hateful Eight is four people riding in a stagecoach for, like, an Stop. hour. And uh-huh. you're engrossed because the dialogue is so amazing. Okay. And I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood didn't have that amazing dialogue that he's known for and it just missed i don't know it just missed the mark maybe too many moving parts maybe too many too many side stories my finger on really why i didn't like it okay just Hmm. yeah it felt kind of flat when it when it was being talked about you know we heard tarantino is doing a movie about you know uh the oh, Manson, yeah. Manson, Mer- and the Manson Mer- was in the movie. What twenty seconds? Right. Yeah. So you he get excited, there. like, right. oh, he could tackle this story and make yeah. it crazy right. and good. This is so exciting. And I think that's what 
people were, or at least I was expecting that. So you were expecting like a natural born killer show the two Sharon Tate thing, and you know, built around the two, you know, Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio building the whole Manson thing around their story, and it just wasn't. And again, I felt tricked. Well, well, I think there's other stories that need to be told. Not a lot of people. I'm not saying that it shouldn't have been told. I'm just saying the way. It was promoted, and the way it played out was different. Okay. Like it, it tricked me, and I didn't like it. I don't like it. It got it, gotcha moment. He, he went and took an AIDS test afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> the wrong choices have been made. <laughs> he questioned everything after everything. that. But I don't know. I, 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 I liked it. I, the, and um, there was another movie that he did that I liked. I, I can't put my finger on it. There was one, one other group. No. Death proof. Oh, oh my no. gosh. No. no. Really? Dude, I, I told you, like, I, I have a very, like, something's hit me, like, okay. like, one thing can set me off. Like, certain movies with, like, certain, like, if one thing happens, I'm turned off immediately. Like, there's there's something, no, like, no it, 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 it's unpredictable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's unpredictable what moment it's going to be or what it's going to be, but when I see it, it's like, oh, no. There it is. No. no see, I just, I just <laughs> have to finish whatever it is I'm watching. Like, I've, I'll I mean, I'll finish like it. I just won't. You, like you don't. Yeah, you don't finish movies. movies. What are you talking about? That's people so literally fall asleep it. ten minutes in, and they'll be like, "What I miss?" Like I told them the whole entire <laughs> two-hour movie. I used to be like that. No matter how bad it was, I would. Yeah, I felt like I needed Got to finish it. Yeah. And now, once you get older, yeah. that shit stops. Okay. You're wasting, like, Wait a minute. like wasting I got precious how much time. Left on this earth? Oh yeah, I don't. I don't take naps anymore. I don't take naps anymore. I haven't taken a nap in probably. Six years. Like, I haven't taken oh. a nap in forever, so I don't know. I would advise a, a nap, nap yesterday. I would, wonderful. I mean, like you said, I got so much Take stuff to do. Take some pops melatonin. for 30 minutes. No, yeah. that, that won't work. That won't work. <laughs> there's just too much stuff to do. Like, I just think there's 24 working hours in a day, yeah. and I just think that there's always something to work on. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm either editing, I'm saying researching this like I something. I take naps. I never, I never rest. He's, he's the one getting all the sleep for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. sleep when you're dead. That's my motto. Sleep when you're dead. Like I said, there's always so much stuff to do. Like, like I said, I always got something to edit, write, or research. Like, there's always something to do. Like, especially here when I'm still building everything now. Right. Like my yeah. my warehouse uh, sets. Yep. Like I'm producing a couple different shows, movies. Like it's just right. my mind is going like this. To shut down, I have to take a lot of a lot just of, to fall asleep. Just, just the whole bottle of melatonin. That one. Not, not even. I take 50 milligrams of melatonin just to fall asleep. Jeez. Plus a sleeping pill. Plus a, another anxiety Night pill. Nightcool bourbon. Just load it. Load it. <laughs> that, that was my college. That's how I was in college. Yeah. <laughs> a whole bottle of Nightcool. And that's another issue with the cheerleader sleepover slaughter is not enough. Nightcool. I usually had Sean help with me or Jason help with me, and I have nobody helping me and. It's literally consumed my life, and I'm letting things mm-hmm. kind of fall, like responsibilities falling mm. by the wayside, okay. mm-hmm. and the missus is not too happy about it. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, yeah. Um, there. I had to kind of take a step back, figure out maybe that's why I'm really <laughs> what I want to do, and then I gotta make a decision soon. Okay. Well, yeah. When you take all those responsibilities on your back, you know, it's, it's hard. It, yeah, you get punched in a lot of different directions for different mm-hmm. things. And it's not fun. It's not but fun. Me and Jason do have something in the works. Nice. Okay. Yeah, we're getting married. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be the wedding of the year. Um, you don't have to wear masks, what's guys. The co- what's the color? What's the color? It's actually a theme. Oh, okay. Uh, the Just theme is rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
and we're really looking forward to it. And uh, all you guys are invited except one of you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, we. This been... is why I'm single. <laughs> yeah, we we uh, had a project idea oh. last year, kind of uh, formulate, which was uh, something that we could do that was less locations, you know, uh, and, and uh, it's kind of. Uh, ballooned and the, that's the way these all work it's a snowball situation right. where somebody's like oh i got this idea for something and usually with him and i it'll be uh i got this idea for something is it crazy kind of thing right. and then he'd kind of tell me how he would do it I'd go, here's how i would do it you know and then it kind of nothing happens and then he writes a script for it and then sends it to me and I'm like, well, you might want to change this or this, this kind of thing. And then it's like, why don't you just rewrite it? Yeah. yeah. Why and don't like, you just okay. take the whole thing? <laughs> yeah. I'll but, do it. But that's the best thing about collaboration. Like, when every movie that you work on, there's always someone to reach out to and, you know, pick their brain. Yeah. yeah. The dynamic between me and Jason is, again, we have the idea. It's beautiful. We'll talk about it a little bit. I'll write a script, send it to him. He'll rewrite it. Script. I'll, <laughs> I'll kick him in the ass, and then we'll make it. Okay. Well, and there that's you go. pretty much that's, how it goes. That's kind of how it was filming with him. We were like, he gave, I got like seven pages of script, and then we got there. He goes, just ad lib with me. We got this. Just, like, just go. Okay. Just, yeah. with it. just, just go with you. With you yeah. Feel. Go like, with what you feel. Probably eighty percent of what we did was just because we were just hanging out with each other. Like we had twenty percent with that. Like two or three lines were like, you have to hit these ones. Everything else was just like, we're just gonna have fun. fluff. Everything else is yeah. fluff. Right. Great. You got to progress the story, but then we can kind of have fun. Yeah. yeah. And we did. And uh, yeah, that movie didn't have a lot of comedic stuff in it. And I'm oh, what's you funny is you know, I was funny too. When I first cut <laughs> the movie together, it was like forty to forty-five minutes long. Yeah, and we obviously needed to add some scenes, mm-hmm. and the scenes that we added completely changed the whole feel of the, the yeah. whole movie. Yeah. yeah, like the first part, you know, when we first cut it, it was kind of creepy and you it's know, naked girls eating people and. Stuff like that. And then they added this Element. comedy to it, and like it completely changed the whole complexion of the entire movie. And I think for the better. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It went from being a, uh, a movie with naked girls and gore to actually a fun movie. Like, mm-hmm. it's fun. How about well, a spinoff? Like, Let's do a spinoff. You know? yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, me and just the Sean were talking about doing a sequel. Oh, God. Work. Well, well, that's what I mean. Let's just do a spinoff somehow. That, that but we do have a comic book coming out. Yeah, yeah. I, saw I saw that. I saw that. All the covers are so amazing. Right? Was, my uh, my head was on one of them. My head was on yeah. one of them. Yeah. Just, just the head. Jason got the only to good see part. the preview of it over oh, the really? weekend. Yeah, because yeah, we they were at the, uh, at the all of the event. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. And they pretty much have the whole thing like in a lookbook. Um, like all the panels out and everything is just cool. pretty much needs to be just the first edition or or first couple books or they're just doing the first book right now. And then see how it does. And then I'll we say, have three books planned. Okay. Do, um, are you going to do a separate Kickstarter for each? Well, he did book. a Kickstarter, um, and now they're doing an Indiegogo. Okay. And once that's finished, then that's going to launch the first book. Okay. okay. I think yeah. the comic could be more popular than the oh, film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I say we, sure. we were in the film, and we already bought one of like the. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. As soon as they were like, doing I it, want. I give it to yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. And it's also, isn't it also like cheaper to distribute a, like a comic book even online compared to uh, like digitally? Yeah, potentially. Yeah, but that's a good. I mean, when people are making films, they're wondering like, what you know, how do I, as a if I'm going to self distribute, what kind of ways can I do that? 
and like a comic book if it's the right project attached to it and you connect the right people i mean that's another avenue to go you just got to be creative and it's cool that you know these guys connected with you know some comic book artists who like it store and the guy walked in and was talking to the owner about getting his comic book you know put put you know if he wanted to buy them wholesale to sell in his shop and i just walked up to him like hey you make comic books he's like yeah i was like cool dude i got so many movies i would want to make (laughs) so we started talking and you know i got with sean and we decided that's the book that we wanted to uh do i I was actually when i first approached him i was talking about doing crazy lady okay but i felt like it would have just been so hard to get the rights yeah yeah because we've worked with you know we had producers that we'd have to get them to sign off on so i felt like hey we got Naked Campbell Campers. I think that'd be a cool comic book, and we own the rights, and yeah. we won't have any issues. And um, it took off, and it's badass. Like the artwork, and it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's I think so the, awesome. the comic should have come out first, and then you guys do the movie based on the comic. Right. Yeah, based and we on, might be doing it around. We'll just yeah, we'll just reshoot some scenes. <laughs> Re-release it. Yeah. Now <laughs> yeah, like the first scenes. the first book is pretty much based on the the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the second and third books are going to be like pre-stories and you know they're going to take characters and build their art from there and okay so you could be coming back yeah so we're gonna we're gonna snyder cut this bitch yes (laughs) i mean blake or a prequel or a prequel yeah Yeah, blake's one of the main people on the book like there's a lot of okay that's awesome badass fight between you and sushi and really like karate and all kinds of stuff i didn't know karate i didn't know either But what's cool about the book, you know, the guy was telling, you know, we were talking about it. And he was like, you know, the cool thing about comics is there's no budget. Like you can yeah. have a gazillion dollar budget. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And that's what's cool about it. Because there was a lot of things that we wanted to do with the movie that we couldn't because we had no money. And yeah. uh, you're able to do that in the book. So it's pretty neat. If you have a movie and want to make it a comic book, I highly suggest it. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're an artist, you know, you could... Yeah. Uh, make yeah you could make the comic first yeah. and then and then once that gets traction you kind of have a fan base which so will I think help that's typically how it works right yeah well, 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 usually it's based on a comic but right. now it's it's all of these great comics have already been adapted so it's almost you kind of have to come up with something and actually then... i heard uh keanu reeves just came out with a book called berserker mm-hmm. and they're gonna, gonna make that a netflix series. oh wow yeah. oh, that's cool stuff well, it's also easier to storyboard too because you know you have it. Yeah, it's there. The storyboard yeah. is storyboard literally right there. <laughs> and that's why I don't understand how DC keeps screwing up movies. Like, I know it's all, it's all right the there. Like, well, well there. they want to reinvent the wheel. They want to reinvent the wheel. That's what yeah. they yeah, want. They're trying, they're trying too it. hard. Yeah, yeah. They're just so, too much. Unfortunately, they had to make a four-hour movie to like fix. But it was amazing. It was amazing. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Oh, it was oh. Yeah, you're not a part of this. I haven't had four hours. That is amazing. I, I tried to watch it, but I couldn't. I just can't get into any of the new DC movies. Yeah, it just feels like they want to be, you, you know. It's it's completely like out of that uh, that universe, basically. Basically, he's rewriting the universe on, on yeah. his yeah. in his image, pretty much. After what he Nolan wanted. stuff, man, it's just like yeah. It made me appreciate Nolan more. I think what bothered me about this and and some of the other DC films is that it was just like, you know, guy fighting CG character and mm-hmm. it just all felt like for as expensive as it was it felt cheap you oh, know yeah, the, the, um, what the hell is the name uh steppenwolf, steppenwolf. steppenwolf. 
by what? <laughs> but but he he's not the main villain in this movie. Mm-mm, it's Dark Side. Yeah. 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 And so with, it's not even. It's a totally Marvel, different story. Like, even Marvel like Thanos was yeah. CGI. But yeah. Well, yeah. Was still cool. You know. Yeah. I mean? It was like a it was like a hybrid yeah. enough that it didn't bother yeah. me. They rode that line. But uh, I think that's kind of true for all comic book movies. And it, it, yeah, I mean, most of the evil people in most of these comic book movies are CGI. CGI, right? Yeah. But that's what like, you how know. Do you screw so, up Batman. Like, come on. That's even pretty well, look how many be, stories yeah. he's had. Like, he's, he's been around since the fifties. Even the golden era of comics. The Ben Affleck like Batman, it looked cheap to me. Yeah, Something about like the way the mask. And, yeah. I don't just, like a lot of their um, their like. Their action scenes, they just look like weird. busy. Like Wonder Woman running out, and there's a lot of there's like slow all this stuff yeah, going on. That's what we talked the about. Music's like down, down. Yeah. You know, it's real cheesy music. Yeah, and it's just you uh, mean her theme music? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I don't like the music when they were like on the Amazon island. And yeah. Like, yes. Like, that makes sense, but like in the middle of a battle sequence when you already have music for going that on battle, and all of a sudden just. <laughs> yeah. Right. Where okay, did this come I guess from? she's yeah. here now. So yeah. like, that's cool. There's just something about the new DC. Yeah. I, I think what they want is they see the success of Marvel. Yeah. So they're like, let's do some of that. And also like, oh, we loved what Nolan did. Let's try and combine that. And yeah. they're not good not at much. either. Yeah. You know, so they're trying to, to mesh these two things that they think are good. When really, I think we've seen when you let filmmakers have the reins to do their thing like Christopher Nolan right. you know or even uh, Logan or you know yeah uh, or um, the Deadpool movies you know you're letting people put their own spin on it um, yeah when you get too many cooks in the kitchen now Star Wars and Marvel have kind of been successful like overseeing people They've done well. What was the Thor Ragnarok where they kind of loosened the reins a yeah. little bit? I love that movie. Well, YTT, well, YTT is like uh, an amazing like director in general. Right. So he he was already in with Kevin Feige before that. Like so he he right. knew exactly what director I think he, he got he was it. Yeah. To go with. Yeah. yeah. But you see people who don't play by their rules and sometimes they get let go because it's not enough. Like with uh, Solo. You know, the two directors got fired and Ron Howard had to come in and finish yeah. it. And they're like, why did you hire us if you didn't like what, what we, we do? Were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could say the same thing about the original Justice League before the Zack Snyder. They had Zack Snyder, unfortunately, his daughter Autumn died. But they re- they didn't want his movie to come out in general. They they pretty much, when they brought Joss Whedon in, they redid 75% of yeah. that movie. Yeah. He was very, 75% yeah, of that movie. So basically everything that we saw in the new Zack Snyder cut was totally all old, uh, old footage, old footage, mm-hmm. original footage that was like it's 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 a new movie. It's yeah, like totally it not even seventy five percent of a movie of a four hour movie. Like that's yeah, literally. And they cut the, their original one down to what an hour and a half, two hours, mm-hmm. I think it was. Yeah. So it was too little. I mean, I don't think it should have been four hours. That was a lot. But I mean, it should have been it's a like little Lord bit of the Rings longer. Level. Well, yeah. because they didn't green light um, Cyborg's movie, so mm-hmm. they had to give more Cyborg of of. Yeah. of uh, of a building because Wonder Woman had her movie, mm-hmm. Batman. Everyone knows Batman. Everyone, yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone has Batman, right? and they already then they have a new Batman coming out. So well, you know what? You're, you're saying everybody knows Batman, but like Man of Steel, I hated Man of Steel because they didn't develop Clark Kent. Like they didn't yeah. develop him at all. Everybody yeah. was like, "Oh, well, we already know who Superman is, so just throw him in there and." 
get some bad guys and yeah. Yeah, just, just missed the mark. Speaking of, have you been watching the Superman and Lois series? No. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, with Dean Cain? No, no, that, no, that was Lois. Lois. <laughs> that was that, that was the other one. That was, uh, that was Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark. But the new one is really good. Um, it actually goes. It's Superman going back to Smallville, and it's it's a totally different. Yeah, it's it's okay. really I I like the. It's essentially supposed to look like the original Smallville, but after the fact. Mm. Okay. So it's what it looks like. Um, they're going back to that farm. And it's just, See, uh, just building new stories from 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 after Superman became Superman and then had kids and then he moved back to Smallville with his kids. Okay. Isn't that interesting? How some of these series are proving to be done better than a lot of the films, like Mandalorian yeah. and. Yeah, yeah. They, they can flesh out can stories and characters, build character development. Like, there's a lot yeah. more that they can work. Especially with. when you have comics that you know are years of oh, story. Oh, yeah. You know, well, yeah, they can choose anyone. They can pluck any character out. They can just throw him in there, yeah. shuffle that around. And yeah. So well, it's like it's like all the crossovers for CW. Like they have like what six different shows that oh, yeah. are all. Just well, Superman and Lois lines. is one of the one of the yeah, crossovers. It, yeah, that's their. So that's another one. And right now, all of those are on one Earth now. It's not yeah. necessarily it's all, they're, they're, it's all they're on Earth Prime, just yeah. like in the comics, Earth Prime. So they're your. Huh? <laughs> I, I watched Arrow. Yeah, you know, oh. a lot of seasons, and I watched like Flash. three seasons of The Flash, and I really enjoyed Arrow. And then they started like crossing over with Flash and getting into this World Two and Earth Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but but, but, that, but that's actually me. like consistent with the comics, it. though. That, yeah, that, I understand. That, yeah. I just I don't like the different I don't, universes. I don't like you had to watch like. They tried to make it so you had to watch every single series and in order I did. to get the whole in order story. To understand, yeah. I just I would just go online and be like, okay, when do I need to cross over to know where we are and we in just the story? Watch yeah. that episode. episode behind <laughs> and watch the crossover yeah. and then go back to where I belong. It's Flash and Arrow. Well, I see, there's I, no more Arrow. I hated yeah. DC. Uh, the the Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. Not I didn't into like that it either. at all. I didn't yeah. care. I'm like, well, they took all, all the obscure characters, characters from yeah. Arrow, which is pretty obscure already. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. made them their All own the people they didn't give a shit about, they just gave another yeah. show. Yeah. I'm pretty into comics. I was like, who is this person? Yeah, well, <laughs> they had Adam. Um, yeah, no, no one really big that was, yeah, had any following. Yeah. They were huge characters. So it was like, mm-hmm. if they give them their own show, maybe they'll get some flight. And it's like, mm-hmm. they're in there for the It was on for, a, it was, they, well, yeah, pretty much. Like, um, was, I think they were there for a lot of seasons. I think they were there for five seasons, I think yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think the the DC shows are more true to the comics. Oh, yeah. Yes, and then sure. the movies are trying to rewrite the wheel. Awesome. But now yeah. they're, they're going with the new Flashpoint. In the movies, yep. and they're going to try to go back to, and then now, if you saw the the crossover event in the, the DC crisis. shows, yeah. cr- crisis on Infinite yep. Flash from the movies was in, in that. that, so yeah. that's the, yeah. the, so now they're trying to get get on that wheel, and I think they're going to start getting more aligned with the shows and and movies. Yeah. Um, so I think now they're going to try to get on the same page. Well, Marvel's doing that right now as well. Yeah. Which, well, look at Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It has nothing to do with yeah. the show. WandaVision. Um, right. But WandaVision. Wanda, and, oh, yeah. And that, that's the same universe, yeah. Yeah. But Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not. There's another one. Um, Runaways is not. Okay. Um, that's not canonical. Um, there's another show I'm, I've been watching that's with the mutants. So basically, any X Men they're not in the series yet, so that's yeah, not in there yet. It seems like that's about to change. Well, that's the now, that's the next step. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the next step. I'm waiting for it. Which is, you know, for me, I've never seen a great X Men film done. Yeah. 
and growing up that was always my like favorite thing yeah uh, it's yeah. the first class was it or the First, first, class. first class was better but those first three you know i was young when they came out and i was like yes and then i was like eh, yeah. not great i mean but even worse they've never done a good fantastic four and they've tried oh, yeah. multiple oh, times yeah and they're gonna the reboot it again one, the last one might be the worst, <laughs> the worst movie worst. ever made like, yeah it's so bad honestly i liked silver surfer then the original yes. fantastic four and then the reboot like that's how i would categorize yeah. them like, I, can't I don't even want like silver surfer to be on that list I think Fantastic Four should get the Hulk treatment, where basically Hulk doesn't get his own movies now. He's just a he's character. Just in there. I think the Fantastic Four should right. be that. Okay. I think the I think the Invisible Woman should show Why up in certain movies. Why Silver Surfer movie? Like, he's I one know. of my favorites, and that's he's such a, a yeah, such a cool story. story. Yeah, yeah. And, and they got actually, the technology now. And you could do Galactus do right instead of yeah, having the exact cloud. Yeah, no, I yeah. didn't like that at all. Well, I mean, well that, Green Lantern was a, a historical flop on every aspect there. But they got Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively together. That was that was yeah. Yeah, good. that was that was the good <laughs> thing. That was the only reason for that movie, just for them to get together in marriage. Yeah. And Deadpool two fixed it, so he yeah. Yeah. killed himself. That's great. Gone, gone, gone. But you know they're redoing that. They're doing the um, the Green Lantern Corps on yeah. HBO Max. So yeah. they're, they're trying to rewrite some stuff. Whether it comes out to fruition of anything positive, yeah. we'll see. I have I have hope. Like, I want, yeah, I want them I to actually, have success. I'm hoping that they bring uh, John Diggle. From Arrow, I hope I they love, bring him. Yeah. I like Jones his Stewart character. Yeah. Stepdad in yeah. Arrow. Mm -hmm. I hope they pull uh, him maybe. in as the one who found the ring at the end. They didn't, like the end of Arrow, they that teased. trope is nuts. Mm. They, they, like, he glue green in a second because he found that little box. Yeah. Like, Put it on. Well, it was it was definitely a tease. Definitely so a tease. Mad. But originally it was supposed to be that green green lantern that was supposed to be in Justice League. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. It was supposed to be him, not Manhunter. Interesting. Not okay. Martian Manhunter. It was originally Zack Snyder wanted that character, but there's, mm -hmm. but um, WB has him coming on into HBO Max okay. show, so they couldn't. So they couldn't, yeah. Yeah. Couldn't so the, and they they said no, so they didn't greenlight it, but they didn't. Jack, Zack Snyder didn't want to um, um, have the audience, the audience that was begging for his movie to come out, that basically he he was holding it on that. Okay. So basically they were like, okay. I wanted to keep a person of color in, so I'm gonna give the man, uh, Martian, Martian man. Martian. Yes. Yeah. So that's a, a so that's where that character came into okay. Justice League. So basically, that 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 um character of Green Lantern was set. originally supposed to be okay. in that to set up the next next phase or for the next sequels for that. So gotcha. you know, like I said, they're they're trying okay. to correct stuff. I, I want to see Zack Snyder go on in that universe or yeah. fix that universe in the movies, but I mean, there's a, a lot of talk for it, but we'll see. Like, I just hated that everything, like every movie that DC's put out, it's so dark. And I'm like, the yeah. comics were like so hopeful, like yeah. yeah. Until yeah. like, well, until you and get to like thing. How Frank Miller's Batman. Batman, like just yeah. Well, put him in his cool suit, so put him in the dark, and fight the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what we want to see. Yeah. Well, it's different <laughs> versions of the Batman. Right? Yeah. It's different versions of like different like, just like you you don't like the different universes of Batman. There's different ages of Batman. Of course. Yeah. Just like the different mm -hmm. ages of Joker. Like there's different. Like versions, like he's playing old man, um, Batman, as just like in um, the Crisis event, yeah. Superman was, uh, I forgot the name of it, but the Superman that was originally from Superman Returns, mm -hmm. played by Ralph, mm -hmm. he came yeah. back in that in that Crisis as as Superman. As Superman, yep. it's an underrated movie. Oh, I actually really <laughs> yeah. love that movie. Yeah, I actually really like that movie. It just didn't get enough no. watch, didn't get enough appreciation because it wasn't connected to anything. Like there was yeah, no. Yeah. Build off of anything. Like, I was like, Kevin Spacey made a 
great Lex Luthor. Oh, that was like, a great movie. Yeah. I, like I, was, I, I was afraid that. of him. Fucking uh, Jesse Eisenberg. For I good know. reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like I had no like no fear of Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, that scene when like, he's on the cliff and he sticks the kryptonite yeah. in his back and he falls off. Like, oh, God, man. He had he had more oomph. Like what when you were you were scared of what yeah. that Spacey um was doing. Spacey's a great actor. Well, yeah. <laughs> but is it well? Look at Gene Hackman when he did it. Yeah. It was just different. Like he was. I wasn't he was scared goofy. of him. He was just smart. Yeah. He yeah. Was goofy. He was he's playing off the smart. Now Spacey's um character was building was more of intimidation. Yeah. Intimidation. Now Eisenberg is just wonky. Just, wonky. He's just he off the just ball. Like he's Dorky. just what, 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 like okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. What's going on? <laughs> Wouldn't you say Jesse Eisenberg kind of plays Jesse Eisenberg in, in every movie? movie? So when you hire him. him, that's what you're getting. Like yes. Smith. Yeah. Will Smith is Will Smith in yeah. every movie. Every movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Somebody posted today yes. who's a better actor, Will Smith or Jamie Foxx. I'm like, what? Well, you, Jamie which, Foxx which went from acting. like Wanda on Living Color to like Django. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was just yeah. Will Smith is like Will Smith. Will Smith. Every movie. Yeah. Will Smith played Ali exactly. and did a pretty good he job. Did. I liked him in Ali. Okay. Yeah. I liked him in Ali. I just watched the uh, Fresh Prince reunion. I didn't watch. See, it. I love. I, I like comedy Will Smith. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I don't like. Okay. Serious Will Smith. Well, Earth. You, you were talking about uh the, the reunion? Fresh Prince reunion. Yeah. 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 I turned off Justice League and watched that. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. And was much more satisfied personally. <laughs> Um, so, but I'm into the making of how things come together. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. on that, you got to see, you know, because they recast the mom. Yes. You got to see Will Smith and that actress come together for the first time. Now, and, do you think that was for show, or do you think it was just? No, for, I think it was for guilt. I think <laughs> Will Smith has felt guilty about it for for years. all those years, and it really, I mean, he was the reason she got booted, you know, because oh, they yeah, had absolutely. personal differences, and at that point, it was whatever he wanted. So. To see them come together and apologize, you know. That was cool. Yeah, it was nice. Okay, now there, this is this this movie ha- that he's done, Gemini Man. Ugh, I didn't see it. I, I, half I, I didn't even to. touch it. Just I like everybody. I liked the concept of it, but it was more it was more building up on like. It was a mess. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it was. But also there was some points that where you could actually see it realistically happening. Okay. At the same time. Yeah. Um, but it also touched upon like the cloning process mm-hmm. and um, building an army of clones like Star Wars. Okay. Yep. So basically, they're using clones instead of losing instead of losing each person. Yes. I mean, yeah. I'd rather watch. Uh, well, that was the concept. Looper. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Like, movie. I, th- I felt like that was like almost the same. Plot devices. Yeah, Gemini Man. I was like, much. I've already seen this in oh, no. a different color. Was it Gemini Man directed by Ang Lee as well? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, the guy who gave us Brokeback Mountain. Okay. I, 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 to this <laughs> day, I have never watched it. I mean, really? hey, it's just us here. Yourself? If you've seen it, that's fine. I've never seen it. And Look, whoever else watches, it. I've never watched it. Either. I'm not a Western. I, I, I've watched gay porn. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never I'm seen concerned. that movie. <laughs> Really going for it. Yeah, as far as but like, I'm just saying, like I just knew where, where that question was going. <laughs> no, as far as like love stories go, it's one of the better love stories in the last twenty years. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, okay. I guess I can give it a watch. I just, I just, I just if never you're been... in the mood for like, see, I don't if like... you've seen The Notebook too many times and okay. you want, we'll do that one. yeah, yeah. No, no, a subject, tender love story. Subject, I've watched Notebook week. many times. Subject next week: Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. 
And we should Plus, watch the crying game as well. No, do that. I've seen it. You should watch it just for Heath Ledger yeah. in yeah. tribute to yeah. I, I love like him. what a fantastic actor he is to see like what? in that time yeah time spirit, uh, period of like right. doing that film and then doing playing the Joker like you're like yeah. oh this guy's got the goods yeah. you know yeah. obviously Jake Gyllenhaal is great and we know he's great oh, yeah. in, in all those recent projects as yeah. well um, but yeah watch it just for to see Heath Ledger be amazing. Yeah, uh, anything he does is really. Yeah, it's. Right. I, I, I haven't seen a bad movie that he's done. Like I, I just maybe Knight's Tale, but. Oh. No, that's. Oh my but, but I, No, no, but I think that was. I think. No, but I think that was his love. Like I don't think there was any real that was bad one movie. Of the, yeah, that was one of the. It was well, that, I mean, it was made good. to be him. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, but like I said, the, the, but I'm just saying, at all his roles, I think that was like possibly the only one that I can actually name that would be not mm, a par of. Yeah. Of like different and quality. It's oh. fun to see him go from a movie like Ten Things I Hate About You I to a nice tale. And you see like there's people that there's actors in their career that make a decision that they're ready to be taken very seriously. Oh yeah. And yeah. now's the time. And so they will shift out of that. It's something that Matthew McConaughey did like midway through his career. Yeah. Just decided I'm done doing romantic comedies. Yeah. You know, he got offered like crazy oh, wow. oh, yeah. millions oh, to play Magnum PI and he was like, you know what? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a step back. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, he got the, a big let's make magic multi, Mike <laughs> multi million dollar you know offer for doing that. Yeah. And then guy he did, is like macho like and Matthew McConaughey. All right, got, all right, all right. <laughs> well, neither could he. And uh, yeah, then he started doing Mud and Dallas Fires oh, Club and movies like that. And, yeah. Wolf on Wall Street. He was in. He did. Yeah, he had. I loved small, his character. It's yeah. So great. Awesome. So I don't. So good. I mean, a lot, a lot. I know he just was the point where he's just like, all right, I'm doing this for me now, and I think that's mm -hmm. what ultimately he wanted to do. Like I think we touched upon that like last week, like if, uh, on art artsy movies where actors just want to do it for the art now and just mm -hmm. getting that. Those are the movies I love. Like, yeah. and a lot of people haven't seen a lot of those movies. Like we, we on the first uh, um, ten movies that that you've never seen, I named a couple of that movies that. Well, were artsy, not artsy, but off the off the the mainstream, where basically it was just big talents doing like more art movies, more yeah. movies that they just were passionate about. That it was really good, like, like 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 the Margin Call movie like, mm -hmm. that uh, we were talking about, Kevin Spacey. Like okay. as much power is in his acting ability. Like oh, yeah. unfortunately, he's a douche, but <laughs> he's he had that ability of in that movie that where it was just untouched by it yeah. like it was just that movie was just intense by um a lot of people in that movie like their skills and everything was just ah oh, i love yeah. that movie so much yeah <laughs> i love that movie some other actors i feel like are making that transition i feel like shia labeouf has like gone yeah. through some stuff and now he's no, making that hey, decision i'll tell you what that guy i watched uh peanut butter falcon mm -hmm. and and his uh, one about his dad and him or which one was that? Honey Boy. Oh Honey yeah. Boy. yeah, Honey Boy. He's so method. Like yes, he's so he's so. really good. Too bad he's like he's kind of screwed insane. up. Insane. But yeah, he he lost. Keep in mind he was a child yeah. actor, and yeah. that's often a hard thing yeah. to yep. to yeah. get out of. Hard to transition, yeah, from especially that. for Disney. Like Disney, like oh, yeah. racks kids. Like yeah. well, they overwork them. They so do a lot cool. of stuff. Mm -hmm. it's just, especially if you watch Honey Boy, you can see that he wasn't really built for Disney to begin with. You know he. It, it, he didn't have that cookie cutter clean lifestyle, so that getting thrust into that, you know, is 
uh, like a, a shock. weird change. Yeah, yeah. It's a shock. It's a shock to anyone. Yeah. Like, just coming from the like where I grew up, I grew up in the in pretty much ghetto area. So I just if I go anywhere, it's it's a plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes me think of. Uh, Punky Brewster, Soleil Moon Fry, yeah. has a documentary on on Hulu. Yeah. Uh, it's something about uh, growing up 90s, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. But she just was carrying around a camera yep. through the 90s. And you have, like, Brian Austin Green, all these 90s actors. Right. They were all just hanging out. And you get to see kind of, like, a very real, like, what life was like for them growing up. And, you know, at the end, there's, like, a list of actors teen actors that are no longer there you know it's like 10 people it's like it's hard for some of them to just get out of it and we just lost a dustin diamond you know who uh you know for various reasons he he had a hard time and he didn't he didn't uh die from drugs or anything but uh you know he didn't have he didn't have an easy life after um say by the bell he didn't have a look at that hollywood too he couldn't transition that much of anything else he was always typecasted as that screech character so that that, that was what made it difficult for him because he wasn't like the the good looking he wasn't the you know the the most talented he was just screech like i I don't i don't know how to like it's hard and and uh mark park gosler who plays zach has been struggling with it his whole career and he's done a um that sound means we've got to take a quick ad break <laughs> right after these messages. Use right promo code. Back. No. Renew your virus protection. Software. Right. But you remember he did like. Take a de- shot for that too. Yeah. <laughs> Dead man on campus where he just like yeah. dyed his hair black. Because like when you see that blonde hair, it's like, oh, this yeah, is Zach Morris. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's worked his whole career to get away from that. Right. Not that he. he and that you know, happens with mostly TV series that make yeah. it and they have a long run. Like, sure. Big yeah. Bang Theory, like oh God, that's yeah. Sheldon. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, he's gonna have a hard time. That's yeah. Kramer, and oh, you know, right. it's just oh, those yeah. those iconic characters. Yeah. Like, how are you gonna get away from that ever? You Daniel, just Daniel you know. Radcliffe, Harry Potter. He's tried really, really yeah, hard, yeah, and he's still like yeah. he makes all these weird ass movies. Yeah. Too. My friend was in a movie with him. My friend was in a movie with him. He was like right off the right off the cuff. He was just. Like, he was just trying to get away from that clip. Yeah. Right. He did yeah. nude scenes. He, he yeah. just tried to get out of it. Please, I'm not hairy anymore. What is this that I'm watching? So He's trying to go as far away from his <laughs> yeah, Harry right. Potter. Swiss Army Man. And, oh, that was so uh, weird. Horns. And, like, I liked bizarre. Horns. Horns was a very was compelling really story, good. actually. But yeah. Just, and uh, he did, um, what was the one he just did? Uh... Uh, woman it was kind of cartoony. Oh, no. It was no. like... Uh, I don't know. I'll think of it in a second. That was the last thing I saw that he was in was a woman, woman in black. black. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that movie. That, that was, was a really spooky. good one. Yeah. See, I like the, the new new, new uh, horror. That's just the new... Just new ideas that are coming out. I yeah. yeah, I think it's a good time for horror right now. We've got some really good horror filmmakers like Ari Aster and... Um, yeah. Uh, Jordan Peele. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. See, he's more psychological. He's more psychological. And than right. And which I, is I, what really we, love those. I like the mind fox. Mind yeah. Apps. Which is what guns, we need. Guns of Kimbo. Guns of Kimbo. That's it. Yes. Yeah, okay. Guns of Kimbo. Haven't seen it yet. We, we go through phases of horror. It yeah. feels like, you know, we had the, the 90s, you had the teen, you know, Slasher. the resurgence of kind of teens. Yeah, well, that was 96. We talking about that last week about how Scream kind of kickstarted the yeah. brought the heart yeah brought horror all back like and then you had the i know what you did last summers and you know, yeah and then we transitioned Clones. into 
uh, like found footage horror after Blair Witch Paranormal Activity. Yeah. And during that time, we also got Saw, which was kind of this uh, like uh, torture porn, torture porn, porn you know, yeah. like hostile in those movies. And so now we're in a phase of paranormal, of, conjuring, insidious. Yeah, that that was a, a thing as well. And we're still in that, which James Wan is still making good stuff, and we're excited about Conjuring Three, and and uh, you know he'll he'll keep doing that, which is cool. But now you have these more psychological Ari Aster and and Jordan Peele type movies, which is a totally different thing. Right. And we're in that place right now, Ari which Aster is disturbing. yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a good place to be because I feel like it's elevating horror. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. We're so desensitized to everything. It's the same stuff yeah. over and well, over. Well, I also you, think you need more. I think we're at the same time where the ideas and creativity is aligning with technology nowadays. Mm -hmm. So now they can actually pull off a lot of the ideas that they have. Now, if they yeah. had this technology back in, like, say, Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm -hmm. days, I think those would be, you know. Totally different animal. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Y'all like universe Mm. movies like conjuring where they have built like a universe i do yes yes yeah. i like mm -hmm. connected stories which is why i like marvel yeah. like dc yeah, like like there's yeah. really not a lot of them no there's not i like they pretty much what i noticed with those is when like james one isn't attached to them they're not that good yeah. you know <laughs> yeah like, i mean he's attached to him but when he's not right, directing right, right. like yeah, yeah. Not... well he got that new guy that did lights out that's yeah kind who's, of directing stuff. who's good and he's has done some good. some good stuff yeah. he, he, i think he did the nun and he did the last I like Annabelle. Annabelle. Yeah. yeah. Um, that one didn't scare me as much as the others, but it was yeah. still it was still good. That, that was Annabelle, Annabelle comes home. That one. Yeah. yeah. Annabelle Dolls. comes home was good. Yeah. Annabelle comes home was was better. Than yes, Rage definitely. I think that's like why I like Tarantino and Kevin Smith. Like they build a universe and they reference all their Throughout. characters in yeah. other movies mm -hmm. and stuff. And it's I don't know. Web. I think it's it's almost like Easter eggy, and mm -hmm. I like that. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I love Easter eggs. Because it keeps it keeps you engaged. Like all if right. there's ever like a lull in the movie and all of a sudden like you see another character from another you're like, Oh where did you come from? Yeah. <laughs> like yep. Yeah, it's fan service, which is yeah. cool, and you build up your fan base and you have that relationship of, hey, wink wink, remember this, yeah. you know? And oh, so I went I was on a what's when I went to movies, I was like, Man, I haven't watched Kevin Smith's movies in a long time. So this week I've been I watched Clerks, the first one I watched, um, I watched this version of Mallrats that was two hours long, and it had all these weird scenes in it, and everything was, like, off. It was so bizarre watching. It was terrible. I mean, I love the, the, I love Mallrats. Like, it's such a funny movie. But this version of it, it was almost like they took, like, like if there was a line that somebody said that was in the movie, they used, like, the third take of him and put it in this <laughs> other movie. Like everything like was just off. One. It was so yeah. weird. And um, not that I condone it, but I watched it on Fire Stick because I couldn't find it to watch anywhere, so I just put it on there. I mean, and it was so weird. And it just was like I just kept watching it. Like the whole beginning of the, like the first ten minutes of the movie, um, T.S. is at this governor's ball with Brandy's dad. And he's trying to schmooze somebody to give him money to make the show. And he's dressed in like this colonial outfit. And he accidentally fires his gun. And they think he's trying to assassinate. Oh, my God. And it was just like, I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> it was weird because the characters were there. But it was yeah. a totally different story that I didn't remember. And I was just like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> but I kept watching it. And I watched yeah. the whole thing. And it was awful. Like, I don't know why they cut all that stuff out. 
Yeah, it's because like there was a reason. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It so we it don't in. need this. But it was so story. weird. <laughs> and like I said, they were using like alternate takes of the lines, mm-hmm. and I don't know where it came from or how <laughs> something like that would ever like. It's like a Zack Snyder, but the opposite yeah, of yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the worst, you know, Zack Snyder trying to make the a worse cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I but it was really it. weird. But then I watched uh, Chasing Amy, which is an amazing okay. movie. Yes. And I watched Jay and Silent Bob this morning. Um, I don't know. I like all those. Did you watch the new one? Universe. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was. I mean, he regurgitates it was nostal- it was a lot the, in his movies. But, but it was also that nostalgia was purposes. Like all regurgitated so, jokes. Well, yeah. 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 yeah so, it was a nostalgia. A collection of scenes, basically getting all these actors back. Yeah. And, yeah. It wasn't good. Yeah, fan service. It was for fan service. Yeah, it was like, oh, we wanted it, so here you go. Like we're gonna, it's just like the new, uh, um, the newer um, Twenty One Jump Street, Twenty Two Jump Street. It's like it's the same story. Do the same thing you did last time. Yeah, and literally that's what it did. I think Clerks Two. I watched that that too. Yeah, Clerks Two. Yeah, I just watched Clerks Two a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was uh, it's underrated. There was a lot of funny stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think I've seen that. Oh, we're not gonna get into that. That is a well. That's a, we'll have Whole that discussion entire, yeah. next time. Okay, I'll be back for that one. Because I have some not so great things about Lord of the Rings. Okay, so that'll be a discussion. So you're the Randall Graves of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. see, like I said, I, I don't th- th- those that fantasy type stuff. I don't fully. Like I like okay. dragons, I like all that stuff. So you didn't play D and D, is what you're saying? No. Okay. okay. See, I see that's D&D just a failure of character. Yeah. Like when the '80s were around, I would go to my buddy's house. We would play D and D all yeah. night long. Yeah. See, twenty four hour campaigns. Let's go. See, when I was in high school, I played every sport demand. So I really didn't. In high school, I didn't have time. The only thing I did outside of sports was the radio station. That was okay. literally the only thing I Actually, did. Actually, Dungeons and Dragons was the only thing I did outside of sports. Like, I was all into sports. Playing, yeah. and watching, yeah. like, I was heavily into it. And uh, now I'm kind of, like, did a 180 where I'm, sports yeah. are kind of like, eh, watch them here and there. Yeah. Because you're wearing and, a sports uh, hat. And a sports <laughs> bra. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't going to say anything about a sports bra, but yeah. whatever. No, I love hockey. hockey I watch hockey. Yeah. Uh, I, I can only watch playoff hockey. I can only watch playoff watch hockey. Just like playoff baseball, I can watch. Mm-hmm. I can go to I can go to any game. I'll go to any yeah, game and that's love fun. it. That's an experience. But watching on TV, I can only watch playoff baseball mm-hmm. or hockey. Like I just hockey game. I'll go to a hockey game, have the best time yeah. ever. Yeah, it's oh, just, hockey's great live. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Totally different. My my old pastor is a hockey player. It's an, it, I was like, not expecting like, it. I watched him check a guy into the glass, and <laughs> after the game, he prayed over. It was the funniest thing. It was very entertaining. So, yeah. so mad. Like, he does. He read his cousin, oh blah, blah, blah. Gosh. He apologizes to people after the game. It's so funny. It was one of the funniest things I've ever yeah, seen in my life. Yeah, very entertaining. That's hilarious. Like, the duality is fantastic. That sounds like a movie, right? Yeah, it, it could be. be. Yeah. There we go. It could be. The oh, hockey pastor who lets out hockey crash. Just saying, yeah. if y'all want to write it, I know how to skate. Yeah, but that, <laughs> but that insurance <laughs> would be ridiculous. Right? Everyone oh, would gosh, get hurt. Yeah. I mean, I could skate. I could skate pretty well, but... <laughs> it, it would fit into potentially a religious market, but I don't know if it would hit the so, notes. Yeah, that would want it to. The yeah. goal. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Yes. All right, you heard it here first. Penalty, Holy goal. Penalty, penalty praise box. Yeah. Jason, I'll write the first draft. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'll write the real draft. Yeah. So only one draft. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jason and I will ad lib the whole thing. It'll be great. Yeah. There you go. And just me skating. Form. <laughs> just, just just a bunch circles. of clips. Yeah, <laughs> All right, so look for the Holy Goal in theaters in 2022. 2022? Okay. I was thinking 23 gets you a little time. Yeah. No, we we got to do, do it now. We can do this in a month. We can do it in a month. We can do it in a month. We need content. <laughs> yeah, they do. That's why, you know, that's why I've been writing, like, nonstop, yeah. like, all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I'm i a comedy writer, so okay. I don't do, I, I don't do, I mean, I do horror movies, but I don't write horror movies. Okay. Um, I, I thought about it, but I, I think comedy is more of a, niche for me my okay. like, but i'm also writing a dramedy show so it's like it's, that's what the whole my whole studio is going to be he's going to be i'm building two sets okay. it's going to be based on a tv show that i'm writing nice um i pretty much have the entire first season planned out plot wise okay. now i'm just on, scripting it. yep scripting on episode three now so that's awesome just trying to that'll be cool as you're doing this podcast to update people on the process of you know here you are at this phase, but what's it? What are you going through as you, you know, are actually filming, and then you know what's yeah. the, the process afterwards? I think yeah. there's some value there. I don't know how many, how much of your audience is a, either movie lovers or filmmakers. They're all over. Um, right now the audience primarily, like I have, I had six different shows on my particular uh, YouTube channel, six different so, shows that I was running weekly. Mm -hmm. So basically, we had anyone from artists. To uh, video gamers, we had um, I have a gaming show, uh, movie show, horror movie show. We did a podcast, and we did um, there was a couple other things that we were doing. So that we we were they were all over the spectrum. But right so now, well, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the the channel is called Real People Real Content. So okay. basically, it's it's yeah. the pretty much anything that anyone feels that they have like have a desire to story to tell, just go ahead and do it. Okay. I have this one paint, painter who just. You know, teaches people how to paint and how where she came from and how she likes to paint. That's, cool. that's right now. I think the most recent one she did a uh, painting of a hand, but basically just techniques on how to do it. Hands suck. The, yeah, it, hands they are hard. The they are the hard. But she she's wonderful. Okay. Um, hopefully we'll get back into that. I just restarted this channel probably three weeks ago. Like when we first got back into podcasting, I all of last year I didn't do anything, but I'm just happy. Well, because of COVID. Yeah. And, it's yeah. funny because it's like totally <clears> how I work. Because Tony's like, hey, you want you still want to do a podcast? I'm like, yeah, let's do it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already on my way. <laughs> and and I was doing this. Yeah, we're gonna shoot yeah. in <clears throat> ten days. Right. Because I was doing like I do voiceovers too for okay. uh, different for a, a agency, but that's why I built this. But then I was like, hey, let's do some podcasts. I got this. Let's do this. Yeah. And I'm and I'm getting to a music label. I'm actually starting a music label as well. Yes. So I have a lot of things going on right now. But you know right. what? Like I said in the beginning. Got to get into as many things as possible, get as yep. much experience as possible, and just so do anything and everything. Works, yep. what sticks. And that's what we're doing. Absolutely. So, that's awesome. I just want to thank my audience for joining us at Killer Podcast. We are joined by Blake Stone, Sif, and Jason Henny, and as well as Chris Leto. Thank you again. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the bell so you know when we're doing another podcast. Yeah. See you later. Bye. Bye.